Welcome to the Reality of Verbal Therapy podcast. Today we're going to kind of like expand on what we talked about last week a little bit and we want to talk a little more about minerals and why our body needs them and why we should be taking them. And we've got Scott with us here today, so... Well, minerals, especially in America, is really important because we consume 400 times the amount of protein today than we did 100 years ago. And protein, just in the natural function of breaking down protein, requires a lot of minerals to digest. It It's very acidic when it goes in your stomach and breaks it down, but then it requires a lot of al- minerals to alkaline it to go the rest of the way through your digestive tract so it doesn't burn it. So it just utilizes a lot, a lot of minerals um, whenever you eat high-protein diets. Protein, for some reason right now, seems like the end-all, most important nutrient ever because that's what everybody talks about. But um, using a mass amount of protein also requires a mass amount of minerals to counteract the acidity or to refill the base. Um, We've had several clients that have done the Atkins diet for a long period of time or done other high-protein diets. And when we do dry blood analysis on them, they have major mineral deficiencies. And we get them off of it and start getting them eating more greens and other things like that and taking more minerals. And we can see those mineral deficiencies filling in but when they've done it for an extended period of time and they go back to eating a lot of protein or just even eating a little bit of protein for that <laughs> for a while, it can send them right back to mineral deficiency because it draws out so much. Um, this, that's really where a lot of our mineral deficiencies stem from and also the fact that a lot of our foods really don't have the minerals in it they used to because there used to be a lot more minerals in our soil for our plants that we eat to absorb and for us to eat it and it to actually introduce into our bodies. And the other fact that when people do eat meat, um, we don't eat it like we used to. We just eat the flesh of the animal. We no longer use the bones or the fat or <laughs> anything else. Um, if an individual was going to eat a lot of meat and not be as deficient, they would have to utilize the bones somehow. (laughs) They would have to make a bone broth. They would have to, because there's a lot of minerals in those bones, and everything is there in the animal to help it to break down properly and actually to make it so you're not as alkaline, not as um, mineral deficient, but you have to use it. I mean, who um, makes a steak and actually turns the bone into a bone broth these days, or um, when they have an animal butchered, uh, actually get the soup bones and make it into something. Um, Our ancestors used every bit of the animal. They used the the bones. They would boil it until there was nothing left of the bones, (laughs) just a little bit, and give the rest to the dogs. They would um, use the marrow inside. They would um, use the hide as well, but they would use every aspect of it. And because of that, they could actually handle eating meat differently than we do. But when we just eat the flesh of an animal, the flesh of the animal requires a lot of mineral to break it down. And there's a lot of mineral in the bones. Actually, it's one of um, a lot of natural practitioners recommended as one of the best minerals um, that absorb into your body. So you'd have to do that <laughs> if you're going to eat a lot of meat and get it just from the animal. Um, but we don't. 
We just eat the flesh. And that's why it's really important to supplement with a good quality mineral. Now, I'd like to mention a lot of the different things that kind of stem from that. I mean, we talk mineral deficiency, and, you know, most people think, eh, mineral deficiency, I've heard that, but what does it mean to you as health, health-wise? What, is, what happens when you have mineral deficiency? Um, there's a variety of things, um, leg cramps, um, muscle spasms, um having a hard time sleeping at night, just tossing and turning. You ever feel like, oh, I can't sleep on this side for very long. And then you're on your back and you get sore and here on your side and you get sore. That's a mineral deficiency often. Um, Lack of, it's the electrolyte of your body. So it helps you stay hydrated. It helps your brain actually function a little bit better. And it actually can contribute to helping with headaches because when your body retains better water, you get more um, water in your body. Most um, high, most headaches come from dehydration and you can become even if you're drinking a lot of water but you don't have enough electrolytes you can still become dehydrated so it it goes to a variety of different problems it also starts to lead into um, bone density problems and um, teeth problems and we have so many uses for minerals in our body our bones are made up of 17 different minerals. Our muscles um, contract and relax according to the amount of minerals they have in them. Um, Our teeth require minerals. Our everything requires minerals. Um, And when talking about our bones requiring minerals, our bones are also where our immune system is stored. And when our bones are compromised, that makes it so our immune system actually becomes compromised as well. So we need to, all the way around, minerals are very, very important. Um, And they're also important that they're absorbable, that they're utilizable, like making your bone broth. If you wanted to boil bones for 12 hours and put a little vinegar in, (laughs) there's recipes for it online, but you could get minerals that way. It's a lot of work. Um, Just going out and buying a mineral doesn't always mean you're going to absorb it so well. Um, the mineral that we have is extremely absorbable because it isn't just um, the rock minerals, the minerals that come from rocks is minerals that come from rocks. Um, it is those minerals along with minerals that came from plants. And plants are very important because our body recognizes how to utilize plant material more than it recognizes how to use a rock. We don't we can't utilize rocks the same way. <laughs> so Chickens, we don't chew up rocks. Exactly. We don't chew up rocks, and we don't have the, the ability to break that down. We are able to absorb minerals much more readily through plants absorbing the minerals and transferring it to an organic source so we can absorb it. Um, when we found, when we put a colloidal mineral or a, what else do they call it, a... Humic trace trace mineral (laughs) with um, the rock minerals or the the other minerals like the citrate minerals and things like that, that they absorb better. They interact differently because the humic minerals interact on a cellular level. They help with cellular permeation. They are able to pass the the barriers in the, the cells a lot better and make it more, um, 
bioavailable. The other minerals make it more the sorry, the colloidal mineral makes the other mineral more bioavailable and able to enter the cells and actually function better. Um, so not just any mineral out on the shelf is going to be the one that just makes a difference. Over the years of using different minerals and things like that, we found what works the best. In doing dry blood analysis, we can see when there's mineral deficiencies, and we can see how quickly those mineral deficiencies are filled by what minerals we give the individual. And hands down, the one that does it the best is the one that we have that's mixed with a humic mineral as well as a rock mineral or a citrate mineral. Um, so it, it absorbs and it's utilizable, so it helps very quickly with those problems that stem from mineral deficiency. It helps with uh, the leg cramps. It helps with um, bone density. There's a lot more to bone density than just, excuse me, than just um, minerals because your body will break down your bones if you don't do weight-bearing exercises, even if you have a good amount of minerals. So a good amount of minerals are important, but also weight-bearing your exercises are good for bone density and um, cramps, um, actually even menstrual cramps, <laughs> um, are benefited by having a good amount of minerals in your body. If you wonder if you're mineral deficiency, if you, you need a dry blood analysis. I mean, you could do a hair analysis, which um, does it, and there's a few more people around that do hair analysis than dry blood analysis. Um, a live blood analysis can tell you as well. But finding out your mineral deficiencies um, or your... Uh, <laughs> mineral or vitamin deficiencies are always important because you can have an idea of what you need to do. Uh, you can get rid of those cramps. But if you're experiencing things that um, are related generally to mineral deficiency, it doesn't hurt to start taking a good quality mineral. If you're not taking a good quality mineral, you're most likely mineral deficient, even if you're not eating a massive amount of protein. Um, a lot of people say, well... I eat really good diet. I eat, I'm vegetarian. I eat a lot of greens and stuff like that. Sometimes you can fill in a lot of your bases, but not always because our, our crops in America and our fields are so overgrown and we don't uh, replenish them with the right minerals and everything. So oftentimes our, even our um, plants that we eat can be deficient. And if they're deficient, we're deficient. So that's why it's so important that these in this day to actually supplement, to um, fill in those nutrient bases that we just aren't getting through our food these days. Um, minerals, if there's one thing that I'd have somebody start with, it, it's minerals. I mean, if I don't take my minerals for two weeks, I toss and turn at night and can't sleep so well. <laughs> and then it takes a week or so to get back on top of it and get those minerals back in my system so I can sleep again. Um, so using minerals is important and to stay on top of it. And our mineral is comparable to the price-wise and other things like that to the other ones out there. I highly recommend getting it and using it forever. It's not just, oh, if you have leg cramps, take it for a little while until your leg cramps go away. No, take it for the rest of your life. If you have leg cramps, something in your diet is lacking minerals or your diet, yeah, it's just lacking minerals. So you need a good mineral to take care of your health, to take care of your um, stamina, and also to be able to sleep at night. If you don't sleep at night and it's because you physically, your body physically doesn't shut down, not so much mental, but physically, then it's most often a lack of minerals. Um, we 
there's a really good book out there called uh, The Calcium Lie. Uh, and it talks about the fact that um, we only tell um, calcium, 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 calcium. <laughs> and it's it's true. Whenever we just use one individual nutrient, they think, oh, let's just use calcium if you have bone density problems or let's use magnesium if you have cramps. Your body requires all the minerals. When you use calcium, it requires magnesium and uh, potassium and so many of the other minerals to be utilized in your system. They, they clump together and they create a mineral complex that is used throughout your system. So if you eat one and you have a low amount of others, you become even lower on your magnesium and your potassium if you're eating calcium. So you want to take a good quality mineral that has all the minerals, all the 17 minerals that you need in your body, that your body utilizes at the right ratios, so it actually utilizes it. It doesn't take any other minerals throughout your body to utilize that complex. That complex can go into your system and be utilized without any other help. And that's um, what our mineral complex is. So it's, it's folly, in my opinion, to take too much of one individual mineral. You need to take a mineral complex. And you don't need major, major amounts of minerals. Um, you need a larger amount than you do of the vitamins and some of the other things, but they're still a micronutrient. They still are very minute compared to a lot of our other nutrients that we take. I mean, um, thinking about a 1,000 milligrams of something, that's about a capsule, a double-aw capsule, and most of you won't know what a double-aw capsule is, but a good-sized capsule of powder. A thousand milligrams, that's not much nutrient-wise as your nutrient load for the whole day. And it's so important that we get those minerals. I know I've hounded that, <laughs> the, the minerals, but they are just very, very important for anything. If you work out and you cramp or you work out and your muscles just ache afterward, that's still your body depletes minerals when you do those sorts of activities. Um, your body depletes minerals when you digest proteins especially animal proteins. Um, so you just, you need minerals, especially if you're going to this year go on the Atkins diet. You for sure need to take a lot of minerals and you need to um, eat more vegetables when you do it. Don't just eat meat. <laughs> um, it eliminates all of the starch category, but you need to eat a lot of vegetables. And if you actually shifted that diet just slightly you'd be doing a fungal diet, which um, makes it so you can actually kill off fungus, which can be a big contributor to weight and a contributor to emotional problems, a contributor to joint problems, a lot of other things. Um, if you shifted it and eliminated also dairy along with it, and then there's a few other things. And if you want to know, um, we can actually put a link to... Um, the fungal link is actually what it's called, but the diet and what you would have to do. And it's it's similar, but I highly recommend that you focus on the, the vegetable category of it because your body will be more alkaline and it has a better chance of killing off the fungus and you don't become as demineralized. Always need a lot of minerals. And then um, you do that diet and take um, four capsules of our product, Xenolithic, which helps with fungus. It helps to um, kill fungus. And you use coconut oil and some other things. If you want specifics on how to do the fungal diet, you can always uh, give us a call or set an appointment with us so we can set down and work through the fungal diet. But it's just a few 
a few shifts off of if you're doing the Atkins diet anyways, why don't we just turn it to a fungal cleanse and we can kill off fungus, which most people have fungal problems. I've seen individuals that have done everything to lose weight, even the Atkins diet. And when they did the fungal cleanse, um, they lost 12 pounds in a week. So um, I'm by no means a weight loss um, expert. When it comes to taking care of like fungal issues or taking care of um, other health issues, I'm very confident we can help you through those fungal issues. And sometimes taking care of those fungal issues, it's like, hey, that's why you had weight and it goes away. But sometimes that's not why you have weight. But within two weeks of doing a fungal cleanse, you can determine whether or not is it fungal related or is it not fungal related. And it's something that those people out there that aren't vegetarians and that are used to doing the Atkins diet or doing those other things can very easily transition in and do the fungal diet. And it, who can't do a diet for two weeks? You can do it for two weeks and find out whether it's fungal related. If it's fungal related, it's going to take care of a lot of different things. And you pay attention when you do it because emotional stability can get better. Or joint issues can get better. A lot of different things can get better. So pay attention to what gets better when you do the fungal cleanse. And then pay attention to what gets worse because the first week, you most often it's like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And sometimes the second week or towards the end of the second week, um, everything comes back with a vengeance because there can be a fungal die-off. And when that happens, you can just feel miserable because every the fungus in its dying breath will try to make you as miserable as possible. <laughs> so a lot of the things can come back, and that's actually a good sign that it's also fungal as well. But that generally only lasts like four, maybe five days um, with it coming back. And then you get back to feeling good. And those reoccurrences won't be as often, and they don't always happen um, for every individual. And they don't always happen as intense. Sometimes people just feel really good and they never have those fungal die-offs because they're not as strong funguses that they're dealing with. So, um, I know I kind of jumped around, uh, but it all kinds of, it all kind of ties together with the minerals and the, the diet and everything. The biggest thing is just use minerals. Use minerals. Don't be afraid to use minerals. Unless you're just using calcium, then be afraid, very afraid. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, use a mineral complex and you don't have to worry about how many minerals you're taking. Okay. Well, thank you, Scott, um, for taking time with us. And we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>